despite what you think, there are people that are smarter than you. So go out and find them. All right, welcome to the Field Famous Podcast brought to you by Field Routes, a show that shines a light on the field service industry and the dedicated professionals that grind every day on their journey to success. I am your host, Christopher Fasano. Before we begin, I just want to remind everybody listening, uh, the best way to get new episodes of this show is to subscribe on your favorite pod player, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to a podcast, you will find this podcast. The show is also available in video format. So if you prefer to watch this, then rather just listen, you can go to YouTube uh, and subscribe there. Again, the new videos will appear. You'll get them right when they come out. And last but not least, please leave us a review. If you're loving the show, it'll help others see it and become field famous. Our guest for today's show is Amanda Rager of Natural State Pest Control. Amanda, are you ready to be field famous? Oh, absolutely. All right, let's go. All right. So um, I always ask everybody to start the uh, interview, which is introducing yourself, where you are now in your business, and then we'll start with how you got into the industry. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. So um, well, we're located in Northwest Arkansas. It's actually in a small town called Lowell, but we cover all of the Northwest Arkansas region. Um, we, our company, Natural State Pest Control, started in 2016, and uh, we've been pretty successful. We're up to four million in revenue right now, and we're just keep on going. Keep, so keep on um, rolling. Yeah. What is the climate like there? This is an American geography question, right? Because I don't yes. really. So tell me what. Tell me about the climate. Yes. Well, we definitely do have four seasons, so it gets really hot in the summer. I mean, we had a huge, I mean, I would love for it to have been snow last week, but it was ice, um, very thick ice. So it gets really cold in the negatives. And then, yeah, we beautiful fall and beautiful spring. So it's funny you say that because I live in North, North, like, you know, Northern New York state and, um, it's just a couple degrees make the difference between ice and snow and it changes the whole mood. You know, oh, yes. like if you get a big snowstorm, it's annoying, but it's snow and it's white and you go it's out snow. and it's a thing. Ice. Yeah, beautiful. It, yeah. Ice. It's, it's, there's nothing good You're, about it. There's nothing fun no. about it. It's not pretty. Right. It's, it's like a, it makes your whole mood you different. You just slide all over the place. Yeah, that's I mean, all I it couldn't is. even like, it's I mean, I watched so many, I watched so many people bust it. I know. Like, it's it's an accident waiting to happen. And it's an accident. Yes. And I, when I used to live, I lived in Manhattan for a while where everyone's walking and it was just this thing amongst New Yorkers. Like when people would just eat it and bite it from the ice, you would, you would, you know, you go over, are you all right? And then you laugh, like it's okay. As long as you <laughs> check first if they're okay, <laughs> yes. then you can, yeah. as they're going like this. Um, all right. So tell, tell me about, because one of the things I like to say about the show is the for me, and I think in life, the good way to learn about where to go is to hear how people went and how their journey yeah. was. So tell us how you got into the broader industry, because I know it's not yes. where you are now. Yeah. So we actually, my husband and I used to have a Scott's Lawn, lawn Service franchise that we started back in 2005. And we you know, grew the company up until um, the True Green Scott's Lawn Service mm-hmm. mer- um, buyout, and it triggered our buyout, and we were forced to sell. I mean, it did work to our advantage because we were um, the largest Scott's. Um, we were bigger than our True Green franchise in our market, um, but we, you know, instead of like sulking and we, you know, what are we going to do now? Right, right. What are we going to do now? It's like, well, my husband and I were pretty young, so we were like. 
I mean, we have a three-year non-compete. You know, we had some great advice from some mentors in the pest control industry. Um, our, we work with a phenomenal accounting company, um, PCO Bookkeeping. And we, you know, with some just friends in the industry, we're like, all right, we'll Let's get into pest control. <laughs> we'll do this. And so we took a lot of some of our key people that were built, helped us build our company in, Nat in Scott's. We yep. just moved into pest control and we really didn't know what we were doing. Right. In pest That's what control. I was going to ask. Like, dude, like, so like, you know what, and this is something I want to ask you about like similarities and differences, but when you got in, when you, when you took on the Scots and you got in the franchise, you weren't in that space before this was your first foray into some sort of field or home yeah, service. We, we started trying to dabble in it a little bit at, towards the end of Scott's because, um, Scott's had, was trying to, pest, Scott's corporate with, was with trying pest. to do, okay. yeah, with, pe right. with pest. Um, but we just, we really had no experience. We started dabbling in it towards the end, but we really had no clue what we were doing. And then we realized very quickly, we needed to hire people who were more, that were smarter than us as far as the industry. My husband and I know how to run a business and operate a business, but right. we may not know. Right. Right. But you're smart enough to know where you're not smart. <laughs> I yes, always say that's yes. like a big thing. Like the smartest person knows yes. when they're not smart, right? And when you yes. think you're smart at everything, you're not really a smart person. Like I that 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 was I've always said that about people, you know. And if also if you have the smartest people in the room and they're just in the room and you're not listening to them, they're just smart people in the room. So like yes. <laughs> that's a good lesson to, to learn. Yes. I mean it's even right now, it's like there's so much social media and all yeah. the TikToks and everything, and I'm like, oh, I mean, I know Facebook, but I mean, my my fourteen year old daughter could probably create a video better than definitely. Uh, so can. I mean, I mean, like, okay, we need to, you know, that was an area that we wanted to focus on. We're like, we're going to hire somebody who yeah. is better than us because yeah. I don't want to sit there and make little posts on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and every other social no, media no, out there. No. I know, it's the, you know, we I just know. hire somebody better than us. Exactly. So. so when you were at when you were at Scotts within a franchise, there were some constraints, I imagine, but you could still yeah. you could still grow your business as. As long as you could feed it, right? But there were you had to live Correct. within certain like constraints, even if you saw opportunities. Am I getting that right? Yes, yes. I mean, yes. We, um, you know, we had a very good relationship with Scott's Lawn Service, um, and so we did. My husband and I are kind of a by the book follower, mm -hmm. um, which you know we they allowed us a lot of opportunities. It helped us out in the end. Okay. Um, but you know, but we were we did we were approached by when we were when everyone knew we were exiting the, the business, um, we were approached by two major pest control companies about, you know, franchising with them mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. even taking a corporately owned location okay. and they wanted to give it to us wow. to become a franchise. They wanted to, and I'm like, well, that's great and all, but why do I want to do that I when I'm going to, y'all are going to yeah. put me back into a predetermined buyout again. Correct. And if you, everyone, if you're familiar with the pest control industry, um, the companies are selling. Yeah, they are. <laughs> At a very high multiple yep. that are successful companies. Correct. I would say the successful growth companies are selling at a very high multiple. So I'm like, why do I want to have somebody else determine what my buyout would be on the next company? And, you know. So then but, that, that was another like sort of impetus, like, you know what, I'm just, we're just going to try to do this. Tell me a little bit about the yes. constraint around 
whatever you can tell me about you're in what you're in a, you didn't move you were in the same area correct yes. so yes. so so you had some sort of non-compete but was it industry yes. specific so it was like you couldn't um, do lawn was, or the customers it was yes it's industry specific so we could not do lawn okay um, but it wasn't like yes. you can't have this house or something like that because that'd be aggressive right you can serve oh, the yeah, same no, house with no. a different service well, I will tell you, they, they, there was a point where they tried to limit the, the radius and okay. Okay. I was say, <laughs> where we could operate. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not really an option just because we just bought a building down the street. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right, <laughs> so right. in the buy, you know, at the very end, because um, the building that houses True Green in our area, my husband and I actually own it. So we're their landlord. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you though the the frame, the the triggering location here we have a very good relationship their GM is a, a top notch guy and you know we we still have a very good working relationship with them. So, so it's so, a good thing. Well, that, so that's a, that's a great thing. I'm, I'll, I'm never for any sort of, I always try to maintain, right? Cause you never know. Yes. You just never know. Yes. You just never you, know you what's going to happen know. down the road. Uh, right. I mean, and, you know, right. and you can, especially when you're in a similar, like similar business model and you're in it. So mm-hmm. you never know, but you get in there, you get going in pest, you bring, you recognize you need some things that you might not understand a hundred percent. You do all of that. And you were able to successfully grow and, and scale it. Tell me about some of the things you learned along the way that were different than what you were doing in lawn, or maybe there, yeah, were, maybe there yeah, were more absolutely. opportunities in pests. Tell me a little about that experience on the difference. Yeah. So, um, you know, we definitely did, we, you know, in lawn care, we were with a different software provider and then we felt like it wasn't a good fit for pest control. So we were, okay, we, now we have to get a whole new software, you know, program mm-hmm. to help operate pests. Cause I just felt like in the company that we're using before is just not a good fit. And, you know, we built our um, business on door knocking when we were in lawn okay. care. Okay. So that was a great natural. So, you know, we yeah. actually used field routes for our pest control okay. software. And, you know, they have, um, you know, with field routes, there's a program, a great door knocking, you know, a software the piece of the program that is a great door knocking program. So it was a natural fit for us to slide in. And, you know, that's how we initially started our pest control business. We really grew based on door to door. Okay. And then- Which is um, how you started, you said, in lawn. So you use well, that, yes. that same well, we sort of tenant in some way. Yeah. Not start, but that was a part yeah. of what your strategy was. It, it was, it was a huge part. We used to do, um, solely direct mail back in the early days of the lawn care industry. And then at one point in time, like door that we sent out like 15 to 20 grand worth of door hangers, uh, or, um, direct mail. And we got like a little to no response. Yeah. yeah. That was a very stressful time. Mm-hmm. And we literally just we're like, we're going my out. My husband is, we're going to go out, we're going to buy a van and we're going to put guys in it and we're going to go out and door knock. Cause, yeah. um, by, um, when my husband was in college, he actually did um, a door-to-door sales team. He ran a door-to-door sales team for our local newspaper. So he did know how to door knock. Okay. So he, that's how we kind of like, kind of took that platform and moved it into, you know, lawn care. Okay. So we were doing that in our area and then we transitioned it when we came to pest. Now, back when COVID hit, right. you know, obviously there no was no one more door knocking. coming to the door. Right. Um, so we had to reinvent that and uh, we, but we'd already had started doing other things leading up to that. Cause we were like, gosh, door door can be really expensive. We need to find other avenues really, truly in marketing. You need to be in everywhere. I mean, we do, we don't necessarily do door to door. And I can tell you because there's a lot of 
um, companies that have moved into our area that are very mm. good at door to door. And, you know, we just aren't as good as them. So we need to just say, <laughs> take our Once losses. again, recognizing what you're good Once at. Once again, yeah. recognize what we're doing and yeah. figure out how we're going to get business yeah. elsewhere because we're just not as good as they are. It's a good common um, theme for this episode right yes. now is just, rec- yeah, just recognize what you're good at and go with recognize it. it. <laughs> okay. We're failing here. Let's redirect and find something else we have to. And I really feel like you always are going to have to reinvent something. You're always going to have to grow. If you stay doing the same thing, people are going to start following you. They're going to start copying you and you got to do something different to set yourself apart. So, you know, door knocking is such an interesting thing. So, because I feel like, you know, when I look at this, like psychologically, um, it's a, I think it's super hard. You got to find the right people who are able to yeah. do that's a skill. You can't just go takes, up to someone's home and be like, person. Hey, I'm here. Like you need to yes. be able to do that. But if the, you find, I mean, this might sound odd. People remember that's obvious, Chris. No, I mean this, like there's something different about someone selling you something in person when you're mm-hmm. in your home or in front of your home, something is going on there. It's about your home They're there. And you, it's, it's, it's harder to say no sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it could be, but like you're saying, you can't just send random people out no. and do that that. No. So you're, you're, this is We've not currently that. part of your strategy right now. You're saying this is not yeah. currently part of your big, um, or at least a big know, part of your strategy. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've thought about going back in, in lawn care since we, um, you know, our non-compete is up with pesca with, you know, in the lawn division, we can go back into lawns. We have started doing it a little bit last year, but the, uh, as a lot of people know, the product costs for fertilizer was astronomical. And so we're like, Oh, yeah. well, why do I want to do that? Yeah. We'll just, sit back and wait. We don't really have to get back into lawn right. care, but we will right. if we, you know, if we opportunity comes and then, um, you know, people have been asking us to get back into the industry, like in our area. Well, so we're starting to well, dabble in it, but we're not going, we're still going to be strictly a pest control company that offers lawn care. So in that, a, we're doing that in a, in a, in a, in a geographical area where there are winters, right. And it gets mm-hmm. cold. What lawn is not growing? So am I right? I'm, assu- I'm making that assumption that where you are, there's a season where you're not treating in lawn. So what? Um, what it's are- pretty much, it is year round. Is it? Um, okay. Just because we have to get our pre-emergent treatments down. Okay. Um, so you are out. It's not, I mean, is, yes. it, is, it, is it slow? I'm, like, where I'm going with this is how it compares it is, to pest it control. It is slower. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pest control is more a year of a year round business. Okay. Um, the one thing, a piece of our company, when we did have the lawn care, um, franchise with Scott's. We actually also own a Christmas decor franchise. Ah, so we did Christmas lighting. I'm hearing so, so much about where, this. You guys so were yes, well ahead of this because like this is a thing now. <laughs> so, yeah. So we did that, you know, we, well, it was when we started Scott's, it was back in 2005. And then we were like, oh gosh, how are we going to pay our people in the winter? And then we got into Christmas lights with Christmas decor, which is a, a fantastic franchise system. Um, they offer lots of support. Um, and we've been with them since I think, I think it's been 15 years since we've been doing decorating homes, maybe longer. I think maybe 17. I'm next. I have wow. to do them. I can't even think about how many. So there's a, um, there are a good chunk of people that do this, that yes. have people do this sort of decor. It's outdoor. It's yes. indoor. Um, well, we specifically do, we pretty much do outdoor. I mean, we've done a couple of inside commercial jobs, but that's when I have to get really involved in it. And I don't really, (laughs) really (laughs) we just, we need to stick with our core, core, you know, core elements of design when we do that. And it's just like, here it is. Here's our packages streamlined. We we need to keep it streamlined, but we had Christmas decor because you know, in lawn care, you know, it did it. I mean, the season does die. And we, we were the only company in our area that did not 
um, let their employees go. So we kept all of our employees on all year round. And we were the only company that could offer that in our area. Um, Then when we got into pest control, it was more, we still needed that business because we were so small. Right. Um, and we right. needed that cash flow yeah. to come in. Yeah. So we kept Christmas decor, but when we sold Scott's. And then now pest control has gotten a lot larger and it is year round. So now we're having to balance that out. Mm-hmm. So we're adding, you know, lawn care back so that, okay, you know, we can still. Yeah, that makes you know, sense. Yeah, it's like it's have, the evolution. You know, it's how the evolution. It's how you grow. And and so yeah. what I what I want to ask is about the growth. So you, you said when you started where you are now, I'm wondering if you can look back and pinpoint a, a time or or something where you really saw yourself sort of go. You know, was it a like you you said like you you had a start, so you were just like you know yes. you were then you were new. You had a you, you find mm-hmm. cash flow. You're growing. You're growing. Did you see that somewhere it just it's just sort of hit and took, or was it a steady growth throughout the way, and that's how you preferred you know, it to happen? It, I will tell you, it was we were a lot slower growth with lawn care because I mean, my husband and I were so young. I yeah. mean, we were just. I mean, they. Um, uh, it's funny that it was always a joke in the um, Scott's Lawn Service world when they used to joke about it. All the franchise meetings, they would be like, uh, "Well, Trent and Amanda, you know." Why did how how did they end up getting a like, franchise? How did, and how did they get one? They were so young, and they looked at us. Oh, my lights just went off. Hold on one second. Yeah, no problem. Um, they were like, "Well, it was Arkansas. We had nothing to lose." <laughs> <laughs> they literally joke about that. That's like he's funny. like, "I mean, whatever." Well, I mean, they wanted Arkansas. it there, so are they sure? They want it there. We have nothing to lose. Let them try it Great. out and see how it works. And we ended up being uh, before when we sold. I think we were one of their largest franchises in their network. See how that works. <laughs> so, but you, but well, then your so. next now you have that you have that experience to draw on. And so yes. your growth model, or did you come in mm-hmm. there and say, I imagine you said, you know, we can do some of these things similarly, but we have to do some things differently. You had something to draw from in your new, yes. in your new business. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, with Scott's, we were a lot slower growing and it's crazy now. Cause you know, we started in 2005 with Scott's and then in 2016 we sold and that's when we started natural state. And you know, we knew what we were doing better, obviously this time right. around, the second time around. So we're actually, um, now I think we're right. We were at the same growth when we sold Scott's. We were at, and in like half the time. So. Okay. All right. And you attribute that <laughs> so. just to the business. Like if you look, you're talking about a rate of growth. So is it is it there more opportunity available to you in this industry, or is it a combination of you're just better at it? Like you're just. You I just think get we're it? just better at yeah. it. I yeah. just think we just are better at it. I mean, I will tell you, we we poured tons of money into marketing. I mean. Everything we did, everything we got from Scott's, we literally have put right back into this company. So um, we have, if you looked at our, if you looked at her reporting, I mean, our account, it's like, wow, that's a lot spent on marketing, but hey, your growth is there. So, yeah. you know, keep on going. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, this is, it's, it's um, funny you saying that because before, before, you know, I, I mean, this marketing is what I do. And before uh, being a field routes, I did marketing for pest control companies um, at, at an agency. And they would always say, they would come at me with some crazy growth numbers. And they'd mm-hmm. say, look, I want to do 40% this year. And I said, great, tell me why you think you can do 40%. And you get these reasons. And I say, okay, how much are you willing to invest to get to 40%? And yes. they would say like, well, you know, I only really want to spend a couple percent of the revenue. And I'm saying, there's just listen, there's just no, like, so So you have to be willing, like you're saying, you're pouring money <laughs> yes. in, but as long, like, if you really have the desire to grow and you have the infrastructure to support the scale, yes. 
you invest, you can get that return, but you have to really be willing to do that to get, get yes. that growth. I mean, and, but it's not even, even if you spend a lot of the money, you still have to be like, okay, once you get, once you get that business, you got to make sure you service it you too. Service so it. Yeah. you have to make sure too, that you have people in place. Yeah. Um, so that is another little and, thing and you have to try to balance. While, um, well, sorry, while we're talking before we forget about the marketing tactics, I'm wondering, did, did you find something that really, really, you were using a combination of things? Did you find that being out in the digital space was really what, what pushed it? Is that, yes, yeah. um, I will tell you, yeah. So we, well, there was a combination and we started out growing with, um, with door to door and we were getting into this space, into the digital space, but that actually takes time. That yeah, actually takes time, like getting out there. You're not going to just, you can't just throw a yep. bunch of money and just and magically just, you're right. popping up there. Right. Um, we did a lot of Google reviews, yep. um, Google local services. Also, we probably were one of the first people in our area that got yep. approved on the Google local services. Yeah, then that's that was top huge. real estate, right? Cause that's um, where it's top what, real estate, that's what you, you know? Want. Yep. Um, and then you know, we, you know, and then a it lot just, of our I feel like it becomes reviews. feed forward, right? Like what happens is yes. for, you know, for everybody out there, that's maybe new. I mean, I think more established companies know this, but that those reviews feed into everything. And the more yes, you build the reviews do. up, the better you're yeah. going to place in your GLS, the more, I'm like, cause, cause mm-hmm. Google's all connected. And so if you have a thousand reviews, making that number up and you appear to be knowledgeable and over 2000, over 2000, sorry, let's get it right. If you have over 2000 <laughs> reviews, give me every single review for 2000 reviews, any, any computer, Google or human would look at that and say, these people know what they're doing or they've been around and they're doing it. And so Google yes. obviously is going to give preference to something like that. So that's yes. what I always say. It's all connected. And once you go, it starts mm-hmm. to become feed forward, right? So I, I imagine that's where you can really yes. see the growth. And you're going to have um, both good and negative reviews. I feel like you just need to make sure that, you know, we we always try to make sure to respond Correct. to those good reviews, whether good or negative. Um, I think if everyone had a million five-star reviews, you're going to look like a fake company. Yep. Um, so it, it, but then the, also people are going to look to be like, well, how, okay, yes, well, you're not, cause you're not going to make everybody happy. I mean, it's just not possible, but then how did they handle those negative responses? Did they attack that customer right. or how did they handle it? So it's also, a, you know, is important on how you respond to those it, negative reviews. It's so true. And I would always, people would ask me like, what should I do about this? I get this crazy one-star review and I'd say, you know what? Better off that way because yeah, it's, and you're gonna you know them. what? As long as you're responding, you're going to look like yes. a real company, run a real, like yes. Amazon on Amazon. Those are a lot of fake reviews and a lot of purchased reviews. But in this game, it's sometimes nice to see them because it'll become very yes. clear. It'll be so, it'll become so clear very quickly that that wasn't a real experience of that company, yes. right? Because it's so outweighed by all the other uh, all the other good ones. Yes. So 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 like I mean I would don't stress out. I mean if it's consistently getting a one star review, you have a problem. Yeah. But if it's then the one off, you leave we it and you to respond to something. it carefully. Do you have someone yeah. monitoring that on a daily? Do you have someone yes. dedicated to that? You do. Yes, we do have somebody who's constantly watching that. They, um, we use a lot, of, utilize a program called Podium, but there's a yep. lot, several other ones yep. out there. Yep. Um, so, you know, if you, we want to make it very easy for our customers to contact our company. So you can go to our website, you can, you know, type a message to the website, you can go to Google and you can contact right there. You can call from there, you can text from there. I mean, we have a person who literally just sits there and just responds to text messages mm-hmm. from customers. I mean, we make more, we make so many sales just yep. from 
but it's a speed texting game, in. right? It's it a, is it's a speed a, it's a game. Speed I mean, this game. is pest control. You somebody has ants in their kitchen. Correct. Get those out of my kitchen. Correct. I mean, it's so, so true. It's so true. And you know what? My background is in neuroscience and and, and sort of the neuroscience of, of, of looking at choice and stuff. And so I always said, like, in fact, um, you submitted a talk. Um, um, I submitted the talk at, for Pest World. So we'll see what happens about this. But the but the concept yeah. of f- fear when you have. So the yes. pest control, this sale is one of the most primed sales because the person most most of the time is calling in an emotional with a yes. problem that's emotional. Like you're saying, it's it's there's ants in my kitchen, there's cockroaches in my yes. house, there's a rodent in my basement. Like you are you are very af- yes. maybe f- afraid or heightened, and so you're just looking for somebody to say, "No problem, I'll take care of that." So yes. and yes, right? So. That well, sale and the difference is ready. between Go ahead. yeah, Go ahead. well, the difference between lawn care and pest control is pest control is a need. Lawn care is more of a luxury. Right. I feel like people are annoyed sometimes that they're having to pay money to keep their lawn up, but you it's have true. bugs in somebody's it's house, true. get them get out. out. Like they want out. They're like it's more of a need, Correct. and um, you're solving somebody's problem where you're Correct. not necessarily solving a person's problem in lawn care. The only problem is they don't want their POA calling them because they have weeds in their lawn. Right, and they, right. You know. <laughs> right. Well, so what, with one of the things about pest control along the line of need that I would always think about and talk to the companies that I work with about was the recurring revenue situation and how yes. you get, how you can try to shift and get homeowners in this case with residential to think yes. that this, this problem is, and I've talked about this with a lot of guests. In fact, I love getting people's takes on this because it's it's really important for someone in their business. How do you get someone to think about pest control as a recurring problem and not just a reactive problem? Like we were just talking about, yes. there's ants in my kitchen. Well, you see them, right? And so now you're yes. calling. But what we yeah. would rather is have somebody pay all year round to keep mm-hmm. things at bay throughout the year. So it's more proactive and less reactive. So yes. how I'm assuming you have a recurring revenue uh, oh, subscription yes, absolutely. model. So can you yeah. talk about a little bit your efforts there? Cause it's, it, that's a challenge. Yeah. I mean, recurring revenue is pretty much what we want as a company want. Um, if you want to sell your company down the road, you're going to get a lower value for a just, a, just one-timers. one-timers. Yeah, right. Yeah. And plus, I feel like the one-time customers, when somebody calls in for a one-time treatment, you're usually going back out there for another Correct. extra time. Correct. And it is super annoying. So really and truly, we we don't even want that business. So we're just trying to price them out of it. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, you can pay this right. price for a one-time treatment, or you could be on our monthly billing subscription. So you could be paying, you know, here's our monthly, we come out, you know, we were a triannual company, so we aren't quarterly. We're actually triannual, okay. but we do offer free service calls. But, you know, here's the initial price. And, hey, for $39 a month, we'll come out and we, you know, take care of all your pest control. And, you know, it's a monthly subscription. But we try to do a monthly billing. Um, it's more of a budget payment for Correct. those customers. And it works out better for them because we're pricing our one-time treatments for two forty-five or whatever. I mean, you pay for that twice, you can have a whole year of pest control coverage. Right. You know? so, so you coming out so. up front and saying that, to me, when I hear that, it makes me think almost, okay, well, why would I do that? I, I, you know, like yeah. it's, it, it's, it almost seems like a logical thing for me to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can, you know, you can have a pest-free environment. I mean, you, we offer free service calls. We'll come out. We'll take care of it. And, you know, you just have to call us. And if, and with our company, if you call us before noon, we offer same-day service. Okay. And so 
do you do you have you looked at um I don't know how much you're in that data. I imagine you're looking at churn and you're looking yeah. at things like that. Do you find that there are unique periods of time in a contract, maybe if it's an annual, where where I'm and where I'm going with this is like it plays into your marketing. Like I always tell people if you know when people are if there's a common place or time where people seem to be ready to churn or leave, then maybe then you can yeah. implement a proactive marketing measure, whether it's a communication or a text or a, yes. to, you know, to help them. No, don't can't. So um, have you looked at that and have you identified yeah, any things? I, mean, I definitely feel like that's an area where we can improve upon um, is, you know, certain times of the year, like maybe they don't want to keep paying for their monthly yard defense because there's not a mosquito right. pressure right. at the time. Um, but, you know, we try to just keep it, I mean, well, if they try to sign back up, they still have to pay you an initial fee to get signed back up on it. But we just try to explain going in the very beginning that this is a monthly contract. But um, I mean, you're going to have I mean, right now, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of concerns with this whole upcoming recession and pricing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of pressures with uh, rising prices with interest rates and stuff. I mean, you're going to have that regardless because pest control is going to be one of those things that you cut out, but, um, you, you hope to win them back. We always do. Um, you know, we have incentives to try to keep them on. And then we have our inside sales team who will call and follow up on the cancels, try to get them back on. It's harder to, it's, you want to keep those customers. Yeah, it's harder to get them back. It, yeah, right? it's, it's harder to get them back, but it's also costs a lot more to get a new one. Correct. So we really Correct. do want to try to keep them as uh, as customers. But so the last last little part of this, I want to uh, understand a little bit about when you start a company and you're gr you're growing, you grow a certain way and you do it a certain way. When you get to be a bit bigger you know, where you are right now, 25 yes. or 20% growth on a bigger number yes. is a bigger number, right? So the challenge yes. to maintain growth when you grow is the numbers get bigger. So yes. I'm wondering, you know, as you look forward, Mm -hmm. What is your, has your growth strategy changed any, any bit? Are you looking more towards efficiency and margins and growing bottom yeah, or to tell me a little about yeah, that strategy? We're, yeah, we're definitely trying to, you know, focus more on the bottom line, um, and you know, where we can cut costs. I mean, for instance, with marketing, um, we spend a, we have a huge budget on our online, you mm -hmm. know, marketing spend and, you know, Google, I feel doesn't necessarily recognize service industries. If you, as far as, you know, they're more of location based, mm -hmm. um, how I phrase this as, so like, you know, if, if it says pest control near me, you know, it's going to pull, it may not, we might service another town. We may not pull up in the higher rankings, but we're having to spend more money on our paid ads to get those leads. Yes. So that's a challenge. So we are now looking at maybe putting a small office in these locations mm -hmm. because Google is looking at, you know, right. locations near me. They look proximity. at proximity, right. And um, so now man, this afternoon I have an appointment to go with a realtor to go yeah. look. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not even, it's frustrating because it's like, man, this is like only 30 minutes away from yeah. us. And we're going to put an office 30 minutes away. Yeah. But I'm like, but if I put a satellite office 30 minutes away, how is that going to affect my Google spend? Because yeah. I can then capitalize on pest control near me. I might not have to spend as much Correct. money right. in that area. Right, because you got so, you got to force your way into the auction. We're forcing to, our yeah. Way, yeah, we're forcing yeah. our way in the auction. So I mean, we're going to try it and see. Yeah. We're going to look at the numbers and see how it works. And yep. 
you know, um, and, but we also do want to grow into other markets too. So, okay. all right. Um, so tell me, I'm just, tell me about the new market assessment. I've, I've talked to people about that when, when you look at everything and you say, okay, I think we, I think we can do that. Is it a, is it a, is it a collective decision? Is it like, obviously you're looking at competition there, the demand, you're looking at everything, you're staffing your route. Like you have to look at all of that. And what is your final determination? Is it a, is it a dollar amount? Do you do calculation and say, I think we can wedge in here? Yeah. Um, you know, that's more probably my husband's area. Sorry, you know, you do okay. look at, I know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm more of the numbers where I'm like, no, you're not going to go there. <laughs> Cause I need to see, we you know, also feel like it's very important that we make sure, you know, for the first three, you know, first couple of years of that location, we are going to be, you know, this location is going to be paying for that location. So you need to make right. sure you're financially exactly. that's ready. Correct. Right. Right. You know, right. so um, even if it's, kinda, even if the potential is there, you still got to get, you yes. still got to grow with to grow in yes. there. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to have to put that spend, like you're saying a lot more there because you have no presence yes. really there yet. Right. Yeah, so you no really have to build there. that. Right? So yep. yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like you need to look at, you know, um, the income, you know, the income, you know, of the area and look right. at, just, like, can know, it support the subscriptions and the things that you're going to do? We're offering, right. yeah. Right. yeah. So, because yeah. um, I feel like within our area, we have a little bit of a unique bubble within Arkansas. Uh, we have some huge companies in our area, like Walmart, Tyson, JB Hunt. So, um, people in our area can, or you know, maybe more fluent than other areas that we're looking at. So, um, and you know, and also pest pressures too, you know in certain areas. Yeah. So we have to, you have to take a look it's at all, all it's of a, that. It's a complete, it's not just something like, yeah, we should, we should go over here and we should go yeah. for it. I imagine there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot more there's to it lot. than that. Um, yes. If I'm, you know, I'm listening and having the staff that and having know, we, the staff. We don't, staff, you have you to know? be able to, like you said, you have to be able to, you can do anything you want and everybody yes. can find you when they type in pest near me, but if you can't go out yes. and service them, then you can't, you can't Correct. do anything. Um, if I'm listening to this and I, and I'm, you know, I'm saying to myself, okay, I've, people find themselves in a situation where maybe you were twice, where you were starting something and you were trying to figure it out when you were at Scott's, then you went to Pest and me, you had a different baseline then because you had some experience. What do you yes. think you can say uh, to those, you know, the, just some quick things about like two two things or one real main important thing that looking back that this is the, one of the more important things for you to focus on at an early stage. What What should you really try to build from that beginning piece? Um, you know, if you're starting out, you know, when my husband and I started out in Scott's, I mean, it was just him and one truck. I mean, he bought a truck and, um, I definitely feel that it's hard for, um, I actually was talking to somebody them earlier this week about how do they get out from being the mom and pop? Like, mm -hmm. how do I get, take that next step? And I really feel like as an owner, you have to, or my husband's big status, I still probably am more involved in, in the, in the, in the night, daily grind than he is, but you have to start hiring people who are, yeah. who are better than you. And then you can focus on the things that can help grow your company. You can help, you can focus on the things that will help bring in the sales and bring in the marketing. Um, cause you can't, if you're trying to grow and you're trying to also treat a yep. lawn or treat yep. pest control, yep. you're never going to grow. Yep. You're just never, you have to get out of the field and focus on what's going to help build that company. Yep. And then you just slowly do it. And then you hand that task over to somebody else and then delegate, you just delegate. I mean, delegate yep. and, you know, getting tasks and just, 
you know, but then sometimes we have to step back in if you see, see things that aren't going yeah, right the way you want it to go. You of have course, to step back in. But that's that's the way it goes. But like that's one of the that's yeah. one of the I feel like that's one of the hardest, especially with an entrepreneur, somebody that's really a hustler and wants to grow. It's really difficult yeah. to just be like, okay, I'm gonna let you take that over, you know, and do it. Yeah. It could be really well, like it, it can be really you really have to pick the right person. You really have to find somebody that you trust that you can be like, okay, this is you know exactly what to do and this is your job, but you have to hold those people accountable too. So and I feel like yeah. this is the this mm -hmm. is the crux of this episode, which is you know you got to find people that are smarter yep. and better than you, and if you can keep adding yep. those people to your team, you're going to be all right. You are going to be yeah. all right as long as you can empower yes. them and give them that ability to do what they do. Like I would say, like yes. find someone who does something great and let them do what they do. Now. Yeah. There are guardrails, and when they don't, you yes. step in and you hold them accountable. But you just let that person go and do what they do, yes. and that's how that's well, and, how it should and go. And we don't want to necessarily micromanage our employees. Right. We just want them to do their job. Correct. And if they don't do their job, I mean, we'll find somebody well, who can do correct. it better. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and and yes, it's exactly right. But empower somebody, trust them, and just let yes. them know that if that doesn't go work, work the way, th this is what's going to happen if you don't do it. And that's the final yes. piece. I think that we always have to. Have have to have. Yes. Um, and uh, we have learning curves all the time. Of, I mean, yeah, you know, of course. I, you know, no, even, of course. We always joke that even my husband gives second, third, and fourth chances because <laughs> we really like people. We just want, you know, and people are going to mess up. People are going to, and but you just have life. to give them chances and let, yeah, it's life. This is how it, it is. works. As long as they're willing to yeah. work, you know, I always say they're willing yeah. to work hard and keep going at it, you know, and they they're good, they're good, they're good people. All right, that matters. Yes. So I, had, I was talking to uh, some another guest who was like, you know, um, he does manager training, and he'll say like, you know, if your people are good, and you can be compassionate yes. to your people, they will stay. Right, they will be oh, with yes, you, absolutely. and that's what you want. You do not want a business where people are bailing and leaving because of the people. Yes. You want to you want to build yeah. a place where this where, where people say, you know what, um, or they have friends that say like, do you have anything available where you're working? Because they want to be in that environment that you're that you're promoting. Right, yes. it really matters. And well, and they also want to be in an environment where they're happy. And um, I feel like we really want to create a nice family team environment. We want to have fun. Um, we do a lot of fun things in our office. I mean, we've actually gone on fishing trips and taken all of our employees and had fishing guys and rented big cabins and lodges See, yeah. and had a big weekend of it. Right. Um, and that's great. It's team building too. Correct. And it, it's, it's a lot of fun. And we're always looking for that. We had a huge top gun contest last year. Cause you know, around the movie top gun <laughs> and we rented out at the movie theater and right, you know, right at the beginning when top gun came out and we watched it as a team it was fun. That's what's um, up. That's great. I mean, cause there do a lot of fun things. People are, you know, people's work is uh, more than half their day, more than half their yes. life is at, at their job and at work. So you uh -huh. really need to make sure that that place is a place where they're going to yes. feel good yeah. about going and being with Absolutely. those people. Because like, Absolutely. if it's not, if it's that, oh, I can't, like that, that's not sustainable and you can't scale yes. a business when you have an environment like that. It's just not going to work or it's going to be too yes. much work because you're going to have to constantly be finding people all the time and no one wants that. Especially yeah. in this our, game, no one wants that. Yes, yeah. And then we also have a big presence and my husband and I are very passionate about giving back to the community. Oh, there goes that light again. That. Is it like it's um, like a time sensor light? It is. It is a time sensor. We have that on all of our lights in our building. Um, but we are very passionate about giving back to our community. Um, so we do that. We do a lot of stuff in our community to do that. Um, you know, especially we don't really enjoy doing bed bug treatments. I mean, I don't really enjoy, it, but the what, but it helps people. So many people. We do a lot with the 
all the different shelters, the home, um, mm. you know, different nonprofits in the community. And, you know, we, we do, a, we give a lot back. We even have our, um, 12 days of pessimists where people can write in and they, they may not be able to afford certain pessimist. services. That's great. 12 days of pessimists. That's, that's what we have it at Christmas. That's great. And you can write in and, you know, we pick, you know, 12 people and we, it might be a free bed bug or German roach or something that they can't afford. Oh, um, we have nice. a lot of local agencies that work the schools that, you know, they, their families, they just are in a different difficult situation with different pest pressures and we'll go back and we do a lot in the community for that. that, um, that is if awesome. somebody can't afford it and they, we evaluate the situation, we'll just go do it for free. That's so that's, um, that's, that's, so. that's great. I mean, like, it's like you said, like, I talked to a lot of people in this industry and especially in pest and they'll say, we genuinely help people. You know, yes. like I don't think a lot of times, like if you think people, the average person would think about pest control and they think bugs, but it's more than that. Like it's, it's you, you can change, you yes. literally can change the life of somebody that's having a problem you, in their home. 100%. That's just like really not good. It's, it, it's not just a feeding, it's just not a, a gross and nasty thing. Yes. It could be unhealthy, but it's just like, it makes you emotionally, it's just, it could, you know what I mean? It's a whole thing. Yes. I don't think people it really think, thing. I don't think people really think that way sometimes. Um, and that's the one thing that sets pest control apart from lawn care is that we can do so much in our community to help other people. And, um, which is why we want to be a pest control company that may offer lawn care, but we just feel that pest control, this is, this like, is, the this thing. is it. Yeah. This is where yeah. we are. We yeah. are more passionate. We can help yeah. people and do a lot. Well, others. Well, it's a it's an awesome story, which is why I was really excited to talk to you about it. And yeah. um, I want to thank you for coming on the show and doing this. Um, and just want to remind um, everybody out there that's listening um, to check out BeFieldFamous.com. If you want to find out more information on this show, you can subscribe on all the pod players, Apple Podcasts. Remember, your success is fame worthy. So come tell your story, Amanda. Thanks for coming. Tell yeah, your story on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And tell your husband I say hello. Nice yes, to meet him through yes. interview. And and uh, yes. we'll take care. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.